0: This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the Porncast, where when we ask you if you've been tested, we mean if you've been tested for COVID-19. I'm your co-host Yvette Dantremont. Here is my lovely, hopefully not COVID-19 infected co-host Alice Vaughn. Alice, how the fuck are you doing in the center of all things coronavirus, New York City? The worst part is, prior to everybody
1: freaking out about COVID nineteen, I was freaking out about COVID nineteen because I knew people who went to CPAC and I was hanging out with them, and I was oh, like, "Oh shit!" shit. Uh, because then after uh, there was I that was one hanging, guy, there was that one guy, and it, here's the kicker: what I don't think the media reported is he was a super networker.
0: <gasps> oh lord. Oh. Oh. Oh, That's Lord. how we got
1: to meet like Pence and, you know, all those high up officials that had to quarantine themselves. Yeah.
0: OK, so we have to uh, we should tell our, our listeners this. We are recording this on the 18th as of recording time. And I'm just going to scroll through on my phone right now. So because the the numbers are changing rapidly um, as of right now, um per worldometers.info, which is where I'm getting all my numbers, which they seem to be fairly correct. Uh, we have 218,558 cases of COVID-19 worldwide. I love how our porncast has become the COVID-19 cast. Uh, and, uh, in the U S Oh fuck, like two hours, not even two hours ago, I said we were going to surpass France possibly today. We both surpassed, France and South Korea, in cases today, uh, we're now two days ago we had forty six hundred cases. We have doubled our cases in two days, and we are at ninety two hundred cases now in the U.S. USA number <laughs> one. It's we're getting <laughs> right? eventually, we'll overtake China eventually. It's one thing we can we should you know we should introduce our guest today just because I'm going to keep ranting about COVID and we don't want to we don't want to <laughs> rant with it. We have a wonderful guest that I'm so excited about. Hi, <laughs> we met Suzanne at the ABN's, and we finally we have joked about getting somebody on who's a porn casting director and then we met a porn casting director <laughs> and she's amazing and we Aww. love her
1: specifically from porn
0: city uh, not
1: per- porn city perf, perf city. city i <laughs> mean yep. perf city happens to be located in porn city
2: it's actually a hamlet of porn city <laughs> well we shoot in the porn valley is what we call the valley yeah. so it all works
0: out you know in this wasteland where everything is going to change and it's a new reality we're just going to rename it porn city I dig it. I like that. I think that's the thing that could happen. I'm, I'm totally into it.
1: Let's not be shy. I mean, people are looking for coronavirus porn nowadays on X Hamster and Pornhub. So we need to be at the forefront. I want to
0: see people banging in those hazmat suits with just oh, like I a found whole. It. Cu- oh, yes. <laughs> yes. It's here already. Look, Rule 34. Covid And like, look, eventually there's going to be people like with ventilators in their throats, like banging. That's going to be the next oh, level God. of it. It's going to be critical case COVID-19 porn. Oh, no.
2: I mean, but with the suits, can you see like anything? Look, furry porn exists. and <laughs> People jerk off to that (laughs) somehow. I'm I'm not
0: shaming. I'm just saying people are out there having a good time with it. So you know, someone somewhere out there is enjoying. Maybe it's the danger of it. Like, hey, I could die doing this.
2: Like, I don't know. It's not. I think that's true. Like when people like funerals, especially people feel like they're closer to death and they get really horny. Funeral sex is a thing. Oh right? my God.
0: Yeah. I need to expand my horizons. Like next time. I, Are you not familiar with this? I've heard of it. It's just, I think the only time, like, my husband and I have been to one funeral together, and I don't remember if there was banging afterwards or not. <laughs> yeah, because you get like, you
2: get like emotional, and you think, oh, maybe my time is short. I need to, you know, take advantage of what I have left. And
0: it was like a ninety-five-year-old for the funeral that we went to. <laughs> so, you know, here's the thing: that shit's all going to change now because we okay. Like I'm incapable of uh, of approaching any subject without uh, horrible humor. This is a bad subject to not be able to control uh, a sense of humor with, but. We got to talk about this a bit because it's on the, it's in the atmosphere. Like right now we're all, some of you guys are going to be watching this on YouTube. We're all, you know, talking via Zoom. And this is the only way people can really communicate face to face right now. Like, it's when people ask, you know, do you record? To-? No, we record remotely.
2: And that's how everyone's going to have to record for a while. It's everywhere. Yeah. Cause if we were in the same town, I would be like still in my apartment. So this is perfect. Yeah.
0: Well, where are you, by the way? If you don't remember? Los Angeles. Oh, same.
2: Yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm in a USC area. And oh, yeah. I saw that a USC student had been diagnosed. I'm like, yep, that's it. I've I've got the virus, I'm dead. You know, I keep checking the charts of like all the neighborhoods in LA where the, how many cases there are. And I'm just like, I'm amazed at how like
0: the fact that we live in this interconnected world is the reason why this has spread so quickly. But mm-hmm. also the fact that we live in this interconnected world is how we can safeguard ourselves and find out all this. Da- like, it's an amazing thing for a data scientist to be looking at, like, because it's just there's data flying everywhere about this.
2: It scares me, though, because it's almost too much data, because like I see there's three cases in the town where I normally go grow grocery shopping. And then it's like, do I want to go to that grocery store?
0: You know here's the thing right now, all of us in this conversation could we could have it and be waiting for a really bad case to pop. we could have it and never get a single symptom mm-hmm. uh, or you know we could have it and have a bad case, and we just don't know we're all in an age category where we are not liable to have a bad case i don't know if either of you have respiratory or uh, or coronary issues like the main issues are generally heart lung and basically uh, diabetes are the main risk factors, and there are a few others in there but For the most part, those are the main uh, comorbidities. But like once you get up above age 60 is where the risk factor starts going up. Age 70 goes really up. Age 80 goes way the fuck up. But people our age, uh, like in our 30s, it's about double the risk of the flu. So we have to not, uh, you know, take that lightly as well. So I mean, there's, if you have other health complications, still risks. So please, I know I've said it a million times on social media, stay the fuck home. And by the time this episode airs in two weeks, like we're looking at 220 some odd thousand infected today. Where do you guys think it's going to be in two weeks when this episode airs? Where are you throwing your pin? I'm going for a million. You're going for a million? What do you say, Alice? Uh, Four million. Oh, damn. You're going high. I mm, Look, go big or go home. I'm going to go conservative right? just because I think I, I want to, I'm hoping, I'm praying. Yeah, me praying. Uh,
1: I have played Plague Inc. enough times. So I'm <laughs> seeing where this goes. I'm going to
0: say two weeks. We're going to see, mm, earlier I said 750,000, but like the fact that we've gone up so much in the last few days and the testing capacity is so low, I'm going to go two and a half million.
2: Okay. Why not? Especially because you still see all those kids like out at the beaches. Oh my I'm not God. sure if you saw that on the news. People aren't listening like to stay oh no.
0: home. But like right now, millennials and Gen Xers have this shit nailed. We're like, you want us to stay home and play video games? Fine. Mm-hmm. Like I, you, you want me to play into my best introvert leanings? Yes, I yep. can do that. I'm on it. Uh, it's and that's, we've been trading for this our whole lives. Gen Z and boomers are like, Fuck you! I'm going out, and it's like, but but, which what are you doing? Why you're yeah. gonna break the apocalypse? And all? nah. like other than the people who are like, and I mean, you never want to hope for someone to suffer because obviously that's mean. And I'm not, I'm quote not a mean person, but <laughs> ooh, so speaking of suffering, the <laughs> people who are like go out and do things, and especially if you're in politics and you've told people you should still go to the bars. I hope when you get this, you suffer. I'm not saying I hope you die. I'm saying I hope you suffer with it. I'm saying I hope you have to be intubated. and I hope it hurts. And the problem
1: with that is also that the people around them who aren't guilty of it are also going to suffer. But yay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it sucks. We're all going to get it eventually. 40 to 70% of the world is going to get this.
2: Did either of you get sick after AVN? No, I did not get the AVN flu. I felt like crap, but I wasn't sick, like my muscles hurt. Because that's what I wonder, because this flu has been around since before then. In Vegas, there's around so many people, around so many germs. If Now, this this was interesting. Our
0: friend, uh, Amber Lee Rothfield, she was sick uh, when she got home. And this, like, we had a long chat about it because at first she thought she had the coronavirus. Oh. Uh, and because her doctor told her, you have the coronavirus. And I was like, whoa, 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 you feel better in four days? I don't think you have the coronavirus. You should probably... <laughs> (laughs) She had a coronavirus, not the COVID-19. But I mean, she had, she had a, whatever she had, she had a fairly severe case. Like she, uh, I guess her wife woke her up and she was literally blue in the face. Uh, Like she was having major breathing problems, had to go to the hospital by ambulance. So, I mean, the coronaviruses are not always a nice little, like, it's not always the common cold. It's, Mm. you know, there's, there's a big range from coronaviruses that cause a common cold to SARS and MERS and COVID-19. But yeah, like she, I was like, are you, you should probably call your doctor and check because if you're just at home, self-quarantining, you need to see what the, and she called and she's like, I could kill this man. (laughs) It's it's a, I'm like, oh, thank God. It's not that one. Like, you know, that way you're not spreading it. But like the big scary thing with this is that you can be asymptomatic for, and they've seen up to five weeks of not having symptoms and just having it actively in your lungs and spreading it. And I mean, the numbers on these are still like, it's so new and so unknown. And so like, we don't know how long it lasts on what types of surfaces. You know, data is conflicting from different things, anywhere from three hours to nine days. Scrub everything.
1: Yeah. So look, what I'm saying is right now, is the worst time to get into a new relationship and (laughs) quarantine
2: yourself with them. Yeah. Oh man. Unless you're going to broadcast it and have your own reality show.
0: That'd be amazing.
2: Oh, actually, Sam Murill and Taylor
1: Tomlinson, she has a special on Netflix. He's funny Mm -hmm. as shit. Uh, I didn't realize that two of my uh, favorite comics are a couple, (gasps) but they've been actually doing a a web series, and I'll so link it in the show notes. It's actually on their Twitters that they do all the things that, you know, what you would do in a couple situation except in
0: quarantine. <laughs> it's hysterical. Oh, my God. I need to check this out. Her Netflix
2: special is good, too. Nice. If you're at home and you need something to watch on Netflix, check out her, her special.
0: I think I saw her like live when she was just doing like, her, you know, her type 15 uh, forever ago. And like she blew up right after that.
2: That's her. I saw her. She opened for Jonathan Van Ness, I think. Nice. Here in Hollywood. I went to his show. Yeah. I was blown away. She was just gigging around town <sighs> mm-hmm. like a couple of years ago. And it's like, oh my God. Like if all the rest
0: of her material is like this, and it is like she mm-hmm. is, she knows her voice so well. She's incredible. She makes me feel inadequate quid when I was 25 or six. She makes me realize that I'm only that jaded now as a 36-year-old married woman. So thanks, Taylor. I love you for it. Keep being awesome. I, it's oh, I love her. I just, I want to be as angry. I'm getting there. And this is an open invitation. So if she's somehow listening to this, you can come on, review some porn with us. If our brand of weird just tweaks your nipples, Taylor, we want you. I mean, that way and just for you to be mm-hmm. on. Whichever way you'll have us, we're we're down. So speaking of sex, uh, so <laughs>
2: off of COVID-19, mm-hmm. you shoot a fair amount of sex, Suzanne. I do. I sh- Well, for Perf City, where I get paid to work, I shoot the BTS. Maestro is the cameraman director, but I'm on set for every scene. The BTS, the behind the scenes? Yeah. And then I also shoot all of my husband's content. Nice. And your husband is? Indiana Bones.
0: We just, we love the name.
2: I don't get paid for that, but I do it anyway because I love him.
0: Aw. It's it's just the free labor you do for love.
2: Yeah, I mean, it works out.
0: I I love that you enjoy watching him work. That's so delightful. We
2: have this great system now where, like, we've done a couple scenes where I'm going to say I interact, but, like, I don't interact. Like, I'll, like, help the girl deep throat on his dick. Like, so you see my (laughs) hand. You know, oh, like, I love this so it's like, much. You don't ever see me, but you'll see my hand and stuff like that.
0: It's like a guided meditation, but it's a guided <laughs> dictation.
2: <laughs> it works out really well, and it helps. I think the girls like sometimes they come in nervous because. You know, it's like I'm gonna fuck your husband in front of you, and they're a little weirded out by that. You're like, no, 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 you're
0: gonna fuck my husband in front of you. I'm like, yeah, I've got, like, it's
2: gonna be wonderful. Don't worry. So then I have to help them along. You're like, I cast you for a reason. Yeah, exactly.
0: I follow your husband on Twitter, and like every so often, like, because you know he'll post uh, clips, and like now I know, I'm like, oh, the wife directed that. That's awesome. She she (laughs) approved that scene. (laughs) Gosh, I can
1: only imagine. It's uh, oh, I'm I'm going to fuck her husband, and it's like, honey, you're doing me a favor. He has a really high libido. I need a break tonight.
2: Yeah, it's per- it works out really well. I need to get some laundry done. Mm-hmm. I recommend it, you know, couples. If you have the mentality to be in porn and you like have a strong relationship, I recommend it. I think it's made our relationship stronger. I don't know if I've said this on the show or not before. Like my husband
0: and I, we've we've had a few threesomes. And like, if you're someone who thinks you can handle the, you know, any of the, because jealousy is a natural thing, mm-hmm. but it's like, look, I'm just saying, watching your man banging someone else. It's like, look, I'm watching what I enjoy. <laughs> it's like, it's like, ah,
2: I see why I like that so much. He's doing a good job with that dick. I'm sharing him with the world. You know, yeah. if you love something, you know, let it fuck everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, I feel like that's the title of the episode.
2: <laughs> you know
1: what? This is a moment. It is an opportunity to critique their performance too. It's like, oh wait, I like that. I don't like that. I see why now. Oh, I give him a lot of notes after. <laughs> right. So every woman went from like, I don't know if I could do that to fuck, I should try that.
2: No, it's also like, okay, I I saw you held back doing this. Like you can do a little bit more this. Oh like God. it's really good, but it's really good because the i fact think that you have
0: that like solid of a relationship where it's like you, you can amazing. talk about the business side. Like it's a business thing, and you mm-hmm. can also like this is your pleasure thing. And yeah. it's like, it's just wow, y'all should give classes on having a, a rock solid work in relationship that's amazing yeah
2: well we've been married 17 years so oh, wow we've been together a long time yeah
0: did you guys meet when you were 12 like you, you we grew up together we grew up oh, like wow. a mile
2: apart from each other we went to the same high school yeah
0: I was joking about that at, but like what it's I mean no it's you two both look very young so when you said 17 years I'm like they had to have met young.
2: yeah we also chose not to have children which I think keeps yes, us younger yes. you know you're on our team <laughs> <laughs> no babies for life Exactly. Woo, high five.
1: <laughs> Virtual <laughs> high five. Pandemic high five. Long
0: distance elbow bump. <laughs> We're only doing elbow bumps even by distance. That's all we got right now.
1: So Suzanne, how did you get into being a content creator in porn, being behind the scenes? And what do you do on an average day or a week?
2: So my first job i was probably seven years ago. I was out here in LA working for a healthcare company. And they got audited by Medicare for fraud, so I had to leave (gasps) that that job too.
0: (laughs) That's how I ended up
2: moving to California. My drug testing lab got audited. Oh yeah, so I needed a (laughs) new source of income, and my husband was working as a PA for Mike Adriano, and he needed someone to come and run the production. So that was my first job in porn, and that was mostly managing the talent, paperwork, driving girls back and forth to set. Nothing really exciting. And then three years ago, Maestro Claudio hit me up about Perv City. He needed more of, like, someone to run shit. So, like, I run the website, the social media. Nice. I do all the bookings. I still manage all the talent, but it's more creative. I write a BTS blog every week. I shoot these amazing BTS videos. I have way more creative control there, which is nice. really nice. Yeah.
1: So you mentioned that, you know, you do a fair amount of BTS stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yvette and I are, of course, the thing that gets us off is knowing what's the crazy shit that happens behind the scenes that's left on the cutting
2: room floor. Mm-hmm. Spill. Okay, well, we shoot a lot of anal, so it's a lot of poop. <sighs> it's, <laughs> it's, so I know much I poop. shouldn't be surprised, but
0: like, as anal gets more extreme and more, you know, poor in anal, I'm sure literally shit happens.
2: That and... Some girls have told me this. I don't know from my own experience, obviously, but some girls will say certain guys have like a plunger dick. What's that? Where the dick literally is pulling it out of them. Oh, boop. there's a name for it. They prep like crazy before oh, we shoot. Yeah. they clean out, they stretch their butts. Like Some of them won't eat the day before. Some don't eat the day before. And then sometimes a certain dick goes in, it just pulls even more out than they expected. I've heard
0: that story from a girlfriend of mine, but I hadn't heard it referred to as plunger dick.
2: Yeah. She's like, there was nothing left in there. And it was like it opened the door. Exactly. To the next dimension. And I mean, like I said, the girls are cleaned out. So like, you know, it's something way, way up high. It just pulls it right out.
0: (laughs) It's a colonic.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the other fun things that happen on set are like, you know, when phones go off when they shouldn't or when lights fall over or, like, we'll be shooting in the living room, and all of a sudden, the pool man is like in the background cleaning <laughs> the pool. The <laughs> actual yeah. pool man. The actual pool man, you know? Things you don't anticipate, you know. I would kill to see the pool man come in and be like, hey, need a hand?
0: (laughs) That's some shit that I want in porn outtakes.
2: I think the thing is he's so used to it that he just like he goes about his job. He doesn't even look. He doesn't give a fuck. Los Angeles
0: is amazing.
2: Are there certain sets that you use all the time for porn just
1: because it's like, I know what I'm working with? For Perf City, we only shoot at Maestro Claudio's house.
2: Oh, okay. So we don't go on location. But other companies use his house as location. So you'll see it for a bunch... Like, there's a very famous pink wall that you'll see in a lot of different... Other Gonzo companies mostly use it. Now I'm going to be looking for a pink wall. There's a pink wall. It's very famous because it's like... like, I think it's like a five- or six-bedroom mansion in the gated community. So it's very hard to get to. It's very... Remote you have to have
0: the code and whatnot. I
2: have to have the code, have to be like through the gate. And so it's, it's yeah. safer. It's also technically like not in Los Angeles County. So it's a little ah. bit safer. And so, what laws are you avoiding <laughs> by not being there? <laughs> um, well, just for like safety. I, we don't avoid any actual laws, but if the cops show up, no matter what you have going on, they're going to mess up your whole day.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, no no one wants that. If I've got a girl prepping for anal, you don't you know you don't even want an Amazon delivery if possible, <laughs> unless it's with an enema. Oh, that's true, very true.
0: Who knows when you're going to need uh, an emergency fleet kit?
2: <laughs> we have we buy them like in bulk. To be fair, oh my god, we barely run out.
0: So you guys are the ones hoarding the fleet kits. I knew it. (laughs) it.
2: We're actually running low on toilet paper at Perp City. So we're going to try to get some soon. Bidets for everyone. (laughs) I know. That's what I said. We just need to order some bidet attachments. Look,
0: I think they're give or take 30 bucks on Amazon. Uh, My husband attached one to like every toilet in the house. Great investment. Great investment. A lot of bidets are on back order, by the way. Already? Already. Because everyone was like, well, I need to clean my ass somehow. And this is, I guess, COVID-19 is how Americans will finally embrace the bidet. (laughs) We'll finally become European. I'm into it. It won't be through the metric system. It'll be through bidets. (laughs) We'll embrace socialism and bidets. (laughs) Look, I never thought I would see Republicans further to the left than Bernie Sanders on bailout packages. But here we are. Here we are. We are living in the upside down. Okay. So
1: question, as far as casting goes and day in life, obviously there's a fair amount of Gonzo stuff, but you guys do shoot some scripted stuff because I've definitely We seen, do. We, we've yeah. done a
2: few. It really depends on who the talent is because- I'll be honest. I don't think a lot of porn actors and actresses are actually very good actors and actresses. No! <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> look, there's a reason we see certain ones over and over exactly. and over. And look, like, it's, it's not that we want to sing Tommy Pistol's praises all the oh time. God, I it's love him. He's so good. Yeah, it's just that he's one of very few people that are that good
2: in porn. He can actually act. The problem with Tommy is he's good at acting and he's yes. also really good at gonzo. So like he can do anything. He's one of like we I mean we, we're very selective especially about our male talent who we use. Yeah. And he's one of the few that like I try to get as as much as possible. Nice. So
1: when you're selective about male talent in porn, and we'll get to the female talent, what are things that you look
2: for um what are things that, you know, would make you want to book someone or red flags, yeah. Okay, so for male talent we usually don't really try that many new guys because a scene can be very expensive, and if you bring in a new yeah. guy and he fails, it costs you thousands of dollars. Oh wow! So one of the first things we do is your for- erection costs money, man. It really does. We'll talk to other directors, especially there are to PA see and lighting
0: guys who are <laughs> your dick is. They're literally riding on your dick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, everyone loses out if you can't keep hard or if you can't come. But like, we'll talk to other directors about the performance. But I talk to the other girls, the female talent, about what the guys actually like. That makes sense. Because we are a smaller company. We get to be more selective, which is good. So if someone, you know, is on set and treats everyone on set like dirt, I don't want to book them. Yeah.
0: We might ask for names, you know, after we're done recording. (laughs) We like the the tea.
2: Yeah. We like knowing
0: who's as much of a narcissistic asshole as we think they are.
2: And I'm lucky because... Meister who owns Perk City, respects my decisions about, like, not bringing in certain people that have bad reputations.
1: Do you find that's pretty frequent in porn?
2: For the male talent? Yes. Really? Oh, damn.
1: Like, out of, let's say, 10 guys, how many do you
2: think have a bad rap that you're like, I don't want to work with them? I would say four to five. I don't know how some of them become or stay so successful after things are found out. And One, one theory I have, and... I don't know, maybe you guys would know about this, is that I've read for people that are abusive, like in regular life, let's forget about porn, not only do they groom their victims, but they groom people around them to defend them. Yes, absolutely. So I think that's maybe how these guys are staying in work and staying busy.
0: This is something that happened a while ago. I know because um, James Dean kind of was kicked out of porn for a little while and then came back. This was uh, an interesting thing that happened because, like, we you know we discussed him a little bit on here, and then at the ABN's, one of our friends uh, told Alice, "No, it wasn't that bad that what happened." And you know, it was a friend that Alice trusted for every good reason. And I was like, you know, I'd never really looked up what he'd done, so I looked it up, and I'm like, Alice, you have to look at this, and, she, and like we were both horrified because we didn't know yeah. the stuff that Joanna Angel had said he'd done. It was like oh my God, he's horrible. But he had ingratiated himself into so many people as the good boy, the male feminist in porn that, yeah, he basically groomed people around him to defend him.
2: Yeah, that's the thing I always tweet about too, is like a lot of women in porn defend men, not just that they treat them well, but it never happened to me. Exactly. It's like, he didn't rape me, so he didn't, you know, or
0: he didn't hit me, so, no, He didn't go past my boundaries. I'm just saying, Jeffrey
2: Dahmer didn't kill everyone on the planet. Exactly. They're nice to some people occasionally. It sucks. It sucks for the female talent that still get booked with these guys that have really, really bad reputations. You mm. know, There's some things where you don't know for sure, but when there's multiple women coming forward, I think you kind of have to take a hint at that point.
0: Yeah, it's like they're probably not just being sensitive. They work in porn. They know,
2: they know that there's going to be a dick coming at them occasionally.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. There's a difference, obviously, between someone who's starting out and may not understand what their boundaries are versus, you know, talent that's doing this professionally and, yeah. you know, knows routinely. No, this was definitely my limit. It wasn't just that, you know, this was my first anal scene or whatever it might be. You have people who are seasoned performers who understand yeah. and know their limits
2: and mm-hmm. communicate with their partners. Yeah. It's something I'm really aware of when we shoot because for Perp City, well, even with Indiana, we shoot a lot of new girls. Yeah. So before the scene, I'm, you know, harassing them about what are you comfortable with? What are you not comfortable with? And it's like if
0: they say, oh, no, I don't have any. There's nothing that it's like, no, you have limits that you just don't know yet because you haven't read the entire menu. So that said, because you book a fair amount of new girls,
1: you say that you don't obviously male talent needs to be more reliable because if their dick doesn't work. You can't shoot. Now, with a semi-dry pussy, you just lube that shit up. And if you don't have lube, you can spit.
2: Mm -hmm. We use a lot of lube. We're actually sponsored by Spunk Lube. They send us lube by, like, the gallon. (gasps)
0: We've always wanted that 55-gallon drum of lube.
2: Oh, God. That would be
1: amazing.
0: We're dying for that. Please tell me you have a drum. Do you have a drum? No, we don't. Spunk lube. Get on it. I'm just saying, one day, if we ever have, like, TGOM Fest, there's going to be a dunk tank with the 55-gallon drum of lube, and (laughs) y'all can, like, throw I'm down for this, Alice. Don't don't you puss out on me now. No, do you know how big a 55-gallon drum is? We can't safely dunk ourselves into it. I used to be a lifeguard. I could swim in that. And
1: it's a small drum. <laughs> it's not that big. Fifty-five. How big is
0: 55 gallons?
1: Like a small child worth. Could you swim in it, though? Like with how thick it
0: is? I feel like 55 gallons is enough to to at least fall into. We
1: would need a actual dunk tank, not okay. just the drum. Look, I, I care about safety here.
0: Maybe we need two fifty five gallon drums. <laughs> Work with me on this, Alice. You know, you know, you want a dunk t- You know, you want a lube dunk tank. Look, I know some of our listeners are like, "Oh yeah, let's get them wrestling in lube." And you know what? You pervs pay us enough; we'll eventually do it. When quarantine is up, we'll celebrate by making an OnlyFans and having us <laughs> wrestle in lube. I'm not oh saying anything past wrestling will happen. I'm just saying that's
1: the thing we should do. I dig it. <laughs> so what do you look for when you book new gals?
2: For Okay, so here's here's actually what I said the other day because someone was complaining about they don't get booked. And here's the thing. For perv City, basically, you have to do anal, you have to be hot, and your rate can't be insane.
1: Ooh, what's an insane rate and what's a reasonable rate?
2: I, it really depends. So, like, does it depend on the performer too? I would say, yeah, I would say like the average anal rate right now is probably 13 to 1400. It used to be much higher. I have my theory for tube sites about that.
0: Oh, I want to hear. <laughs> that. Is, is, it, is it partially because supply went up? So,
2: I think realistically, when I started, the average anal rate was more like 15 to 16. Okay, so it's not a huge drop. No, but. When it comes to after the talent have to pay out their agency fees and their taxes oh, and yeah, everything, shit. like it, they really end up with a lot less. Mm,
0: that's not fun.
2: No, it's like, and what they're doing, I mean, they're basically like superheroes. Like what they do on camera with their buttholes, <gasps> I would never do it. So I wish I could give them more money, but I can't. One of my girlfriends has described uh, tonguing a prolapse
0: before. And if that is not a superhero. Ah, you can see that on Perf City. I'll tell you which one it is later.
1: <laughs> so who has the best butthole so far that you've filmed with? Uh, I would
2: say probably Anna DeVille. Ooh, OK. Ooh. Her butthole, she does the rosebud thing, you know, we're bro- like. Rosebud
0: thing? Oh, you mean the little, the flexing. Like it's a full
2: prolapse, but like it looks like a rosebud. Wow. That is a talented asshole. Yeah. And she's like, I mean, she's like an anal queen. Her gape is humongous and then she can do the prolapse. And when she was on set, she was like putting balls in her butt and shooting them out. She oh put a spunk blue bottle in her butt and shot it out.
0: That reminds me uh, at Dan Savage's uh, Hump Fest. Uh, it's are, are you familiar with? I'm not. So every year he has this amateur porn festival Hump Fest. And basically they tell people at the beginning, uh, put your fucking phones away. If we see your phone screen, don't even take it out to text. If we take, because the thing is, people want to be porn stars for one night mm. at this festival. And yeah, a few of the things from it have, you know, leaked onto YouTube that people have put on there themselves. And some of the porn things, you don't even see people having sex. Like one of them was two lesbians arguing about kissing after eating ass. And you see each of them going under the blanket to like, you know, they're rummaging around. And it's just a funny thing. Oh. So one of the years with it, there was a, uh, bear bowling uh and it was a it was a big gay bear sticking a bowling ball a little you know like candlepin bowling and they had like a little plastic set uh set up like one that you you know have for like a kid's party and he was they managed to get him to have strikes
2: like oh just pushing bowling balls out his ass i will say as a warning for the viewers it's not necessarily safe to put stuff up your butt. Yeah. So do anything like that with caution like really on a porn set those people are professionals. Yeah. But don't even try this at home. but even them like we had one girl that put a ping pong ball up her butt and couldn't get it out for a while. <gasps> you know, and, and you don't you don't want that. So like don't oh do God. it. Just don't. <laughs>
1: There was one video that I feel like someone sent to me a little while back where it was Adriana Chechik and I think two or three ping pong balls went into her butt and then someone put their balls after the ping pong ball. So she had technically at least five balls in her butt. (laughs) Wow. But here's a kicker. So the guy removed his testicles, taking two balls out. Then he removed two ping pong balls. But I never got to see the last one come out. And I'm still concerned.
0: Maybe it's formed an exploratory committee up the uh, the intestinal. I have no idea.
2: Knowing Adriana Chachik, that ball came out, though. Like, that girl, she's got a I'm pretty sure. amazing butthole, too.
0: She's the one who, like, you see in porn ads. Mm-hmm. She's a talented butthole.
1: So I've heard of this thing called bunny ears. Do you guys do that? Yes. Okay, so explain what it is
2: for our listeners. Okay, so bunny ears is when, during the legal process, we have them hold up their IDs like their bunny ears so that if there's ever a reason why someone might think that that person isn't matching that ID and not of legal age to shoot, we can verify that that person had that exact ID. Ah. So you hold them up like their bunny ears.
0: If there's ever a problem you can be like we had every reason to believe.
2: Right, exactly. Because like you could have a copy of an ID but if you don't have it matching that person, like anyone could yeah. have had that, you know, so it's just a cover your ass type thing.
0: Which is smart because once upon a time, we will still bring this one up. Debbie Does Dallas had girls saying in the movie that they were 16, which is still creeps me out. Yeah.
1: Well, what's really frustrating for me is when Spectator U.S. launched, uh, there was this uh, swerf, So sex worker, exclusionary feminist from the U.K. who wrote this whole anti-porn article, basically talking about all the bad stuff in porn without talking about any of the good. And I know that at one point, she specifically called out saying that, well, you can't trust that, you know, the people who are shooting porn are of age. And I'm like, no, you can because they, you guys, you know, do these precautions, you know, so you're not working with underage uh, talent.
0: Yeah. I'm sometimes a little leery of like Eastern European stuff that the women look a little on the young side. However, this is why we should look for ethically made porn. Yeah, I would say the
2: porn made in LA, especially with the major studios, everyone is making sure that everyone is of age. Everyone is tested. Everything's on the up and up, you know. Maybe more amateur stuff I would be worried about because I have heard of like tube sites having uploads from you know, underage kids. And it's like, that's where it gets more dangerous. Cause you, there's no, no one checking to see who's uploading on tube sites. That's, that's one of my biggest problems. Yikes! Well, it's
1: also really hard to vet. I mean, let's also consider how much content is being uploaded yes. on a daily basis. And it's not like you have someone sitting behind a computer verifying. Yes, no, yes, no. Okay. Send me some information about this person. Mm-hmm. You just don't have that. Yeah,
2: but they could, if they wanted
1: I don't think it's manually possible considering the amount of video content.
2: No, what they could have is verified uploaders. And so, like, to in order yeah. to become an okay. uploader, that makes yes, sense. you That's have to be different. a studio or a model and you have to verify your age. Instead, it's upload anonymously and give us all your content that you possibly can. Half of it's underage, half of it's stolen videos, you know? Yeah. More and more, I'm seeing now people, I saw a link today for people how to steal off of the cam sites.
0: What? Uh, <sighs> yeah. And this is partially because, folks, this is it's going to be a rough economy Mm -hmm. in the next coming years. And I say this because my old roommate, Alicia, uh, is is mainly a stripper and is now doing cam work because obviously the clubs are closed. Please find someone whose pussy and or asshole you just love Mm -hmm. and support them on their OnlyFans because that's where their content is coming out of. Don't let somebody else get that money. They worked for that. I know this might sound silly. They, yes, they worked. They got up, they put on that makeup, they cammed for it. They might have gotten a UTI from all of that rubbing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. please support people straight via their, their OnlyFans, via their clip sites. Uh, but go straight to the source.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh my God, this guy just sent me
1: an eggplant emoji.
0: Does it remind you of anything? Ratatouille. Uh, okay, but anything else? Oh, but also my emoji emojibator. Uh, you say what now?
1: Emojibator. It's a fun collection of vibrators inspired by the sexiest of emojis.
0: So they're vibrators shaped like bananas chili peppers, cucumbers, and of course, eggplants. And you don't even have to go to the produce section. Now, where can our listeners find out more? You can find all their cornucopia of fuckable fruits and a line of cute animals from Kiss Toys at EmojiBator.com. And our listeners can get 15% off the most adorable toys that you'll ever get an orgasm with using the promo code 2GIRLS. That's 2GIRLS at Emojibaiter.com.
1: Now, I know we discussed anal. Maybe you know some of this, maybe you don't. Can people actually, on set, do they ever get injured from doing anal, like ever get tears or
2: prolapse that you're like can't work with them at the moment. They need time to heal. I've never had it happen during a scene, but I know scenes I've had rescheduled because something happens where, you know, a girl gets a tear in her asshole and can't work for a certain amount of time. I'm just wondering Um, how
0: much of our audience, just their buttholes just all clenched (laughs) simultaneously. Like you hear butthole injury and just the automatic sphincter.
2: No. And actually one of the main reasons what we tell people, especially for anal, is It's on set. In your personal life, do whatever the fuck you want. On set, not to use numbing lube. Oh, tell me more. Because... Oh, my God. Well, first, if you put numbing lube on your butthole to numb your butt so you can do anal, it's going to numb the guy's dick. Yeah. Second, if you have numbing lube inside your asshole and you get a tear, you're not going to know right away.
0: Yeah, and it's just going to get worse. It's just going to get worse. You have to be able to know when to say more or less dick into that particular hole.
2: But there is a lot of pressure I think for new and younger girls to do anal yeah. maybe before they're ready, before they're prepared. Yeah. And so I think they go to the sex shop and they see the numbing lube. It's that's what it's made for, you know. And so uh. they think, "Oh, I'll just do this." And then it can it can be bad for them. It can they can maybe not shoot for a couple months even
0: yikes i mean this is also why we tell people don't learn about sex from porn this is absolutely. these are these are professionals and even the professionals can be pushed into something that is not a situation they should be in so please mm-hmm. use a lot of lube and go slow as we've as we have tried to tell people over and over and over again regarding anal
1: absolutely so i know sometimes you guys have scripts when are the scripts
2: written and sent over um most of the time if it's something basic i write them and i just like make shit up and I'm um, actually working on two scripts for other companies right now that are like Ooh. real stuff but like it's like you very so er- excited it's really right early stages <laughs> like really early stages because like for Perf city the scenes are a little vignettes, so like the script yeah. will literally be three pages it's not a script like it's i mean it's a script but it's not a script yeah. so There's not the one i'm working on right now i'm working on a movie for one of my friends that would be like a feature for her so it's like i'm writing a movie that just happens to have sex in it yeah So it's a little bit more special. Yeah. It's not just, stepbrother, give me the cereal. No, I mean... But some of the paint by numbers <laughs> porns do stuff like that, and they just repeat, oh repeat, repeat, repeat.
0: There are some of them that are just like I watch to see how bad the paint by numbers stuff will be, mm-hmm. and it's like I have to share this with you because I can't help myself to go on tangents. So it was watching was recently watching a pornography with my husband, and it was no, <laughs> no really, me watch a porno <laughs> with my husband, uh, and it was uh, it was you know same group of actors that I, I see frequently, and some of the Gonzo porns, and this one was a prom like porn. And And like, I, and my, and here's part of the reason we launched this podcast, other than the fact that Alice and I took a joke far too far, uh, was that I would make comments about like the little things in porn. And my husband's like, honey, you're killing the mood. And he... (laughs) And he finally has like, I think he's gotten to enjoy my commentary because like he'll get, like he's slowly started to get stuck with more and more elaborate plots. I think because he knows this is just, this, <laughs> I enjoy this so much, but it was a prom thing. And like, instead of having like a ripoff dress, that they could just, like they had like a dress and it was a threesome that they were having after a bad night at prom. I was like, oh, they got a real prom dress that they had to like unlace slowly. I was like, good job. I like the attention to detail on that. Uh-huh. My husband's looking at me like, you really are into this thing, you too.
1: <laughs> like, See, yeah. I'm waiting for the promposal porn.
2: Oh. Prom-
0: promposal porn. Oh, oh. This is past our time, event. You oh, know, yeah. we're no longer in school. We didn't do promposals when I no. was- No. I'm- Because we didn't have social media when I was- Like, we had a website that I'm sure- Like, Suzanne, I'm guessing you're closer to my age. I'm 36. Are you closer yeah, to that? yeah, age? yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's. do you remember a website called Bolt.com? I don't, know When you first signed up for a Hotmail account, when you were, because that was what we had. Oh. Uh, uh Like that was like a website that they, you know, put the teenagers towards because it was like, hey, it's a safe place for kids to hang out and be in forums and whatnot. That was what we had for social media. Like back in the days of ICQ and MIRC and all that good stuff.
2: I grew up in the middle of nowhere. So we didn't even have cable until I was like 17. So we didn't have internet until like, yeah, until then when I was going to college.
0: Do you mind if I ask where did you grow up?
2: I grew up near near Woodstock, New York in the middle gotcha. of nowhere, like it's, middle of nowhere.
0: That is pretty, yeah. yeah, I thought my town was a population of 1,250 on a good day, but a little close, like we were only 20 minutes from civilization though.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So. We're like, like yeah, in the, mount- in the Catskill Mountains. Like, yeah. I remember getting cable and I
0: remember getting, we had a rotary phone till I was 12. Oh,
2: yeah, we did too. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, (laughs) no. Old times. (laughs) Yeah. And porn was only on VHS then. Right. I remember having to buy a porn DVD at one point. I don't know if I ever bought a physical copy, but I remember like finding like my parents' stash.
0: Nice. Yeah. My parents were so Catholic, they did not have a stash.
2: (laughs) If they
1: did, it was very hidden. Okay, so I need to ask a friend because I went to this bar with him, and when we went to the bar, the entryway was basically like a replica porn shop, and they had porn DVDs and VHSs, and then it was a huge, beautiful bar, and it's in LA. It's in, I think, West Hollywood. A porn bar? Well, it's a porn entry hmm. and then it's a beautiful place. Look, if I don't contact my friend and you happen to know what I'm talking about, if any of you listeners are from West LA.
0: Porn bar in West LA, let us let us know. I mean
1: I don't know if this was a temporary setup or not. It was just it was really nice. I'm
0: fascinated and I need to know more. I mean, if they're filming porn out back while while the bar is happening out front. I doubt it. <laughs> That would be amazing. That's where the COVID nineteen superbug really happens. <laughs> it's not bats. <laughs> it's, hey, you never know. Don't kink, yeah, kink shame if people are into bats. It was bat porn. Are people into bats? It's so true story. Uh, it's the uh, they were doing research on bats in caves in in China, and they found here's the thing: coronaviruses do kind of live in bats uh, long term, and they can. Hold those viruses and not get sick from them. And they found a coronavirus literally in a bat's ass. That sounds so much less technical than all the rest of the science shit that I do. Um, they found a coronavirus in a bat's ass um, that is pretty much genetically indistinguishable from the one that we're suffering from right now. Now, like I know that there are a lot of people that are getting very xenophobic, and they're like these dirty. And they're they're having this bat. You know what? We eat animals that other parts of the world don't. Mm-hmm. True,
1: but also the wet markets are hordes for yeah, germs. They are. I mean, oh yeah, no, we don't have that in the U.S. Like
0: what we should stop doing is now that we are at we're at this point in our history, we know that bats have these viruses. I hope that even though it's been a cultural thing for a long time, they will take into consideration what this does to people, and they'll go, you know, maybe we. Can just stop eating bats uh, and I'm not you know I'm not saying that this has been obviously it's caused some problems before but now that we are at this point in our history maybe no more bats mm. maybe we just make Batman movies and that's our only interaction <sighs> with bats from now on I dig it
1: Now I'm just imagining Christian Bale as Batman with you know
0: coronavirus in his ass <laughs> you know if you're gonna eat ass eat human ass no badass. yes yes only human ass Eat more human ass eat all the human ass. That's why we got bidets, people.
1: (laughs) So, Suzanne, what are some crazy things that have happened on set since you've been in porn? Okay, well, I mean, I can't say a lot.
2: We'll never (laughs) say the names. Okay. Anonymize the stories. (laughs) We've definitely had... To send people home before, like mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, well, some people I feel get into porn for the wrong reasons, or are recruited for porn and maybe don't Ugh. know what's going to be happening. Oh, and yes, not good. Um, there's girls, you know, that show up that before the scene, they're like, "Oh, can I have a shot of something?" And it's like, "Nope."
0: Oh shoot, yeah, you know, honey. Yeah, and,
2: yeah. Well, there was one girl for a while. Not when I was at Perf City, but when I worked for another company that would, was asking, uh, we went on to a location that asked the homeowner if he had any Xanax. There's people that aren't meant to be in porn. They, I hope they find it out pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's, because, that's why there are, like, I've heard that there's an average of like three months that people are in porn. And that's including the people that like do what, two scenes and leave and the probably, lifers. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people think it's easy money. They think it's easy work. so right now. You see everyone on, on Twitter. Oh, just go open an OnlyFans. Oh, just start camming. It's not easy work. It's not easy money. If it was, it would be much better for everyone because then people wouldn't be begging for people to pay for porn. Yeah. You know, we have this culture where no one wants to pay for anything. So having an OnlyFans... You'll be lucky if you can get your, your business up and you like, get your customers paying and yeah. returning. And- it
0: means you're good at what you do.
2: Yeah. We know. We have a Patreon. <laughs> Shit's tough. You know what's funny? Yesterday,
0: because I've been posting, it's sorry to bring up coronavirus again, but it's going to keep happening. Mm-hmm. I, because I've been. Ah! I've been posting about it because <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, because I run a science website as as everyone out there probably knows by now. And I've been posting about it uh, nonstop to kind of cut through all the misinformation. And yesterday, because people are like, you must be exhausted. I'm like, I am. If you want to send me money for coffee, because I do this for fun and profit and no one's been paying me for all of the postings. Here's my PayPal. People shot me some money for that. So look, part wow. of the, uh, if y'all want to help support me, uh, because it was very kind of y'all that did throw some cash into my PayPal. You can help support me on a regular basis by being a Patreon of the show. It'll be very helpful. So please help us out with that. But yeah, like this... I've been exhausted. I've been staying up late following the stats and waking up early to check them again in the morning and try to keep up with the latest rumors that are wrong and that people are hearing, you know, it's, you only need vitamin C to fight. Like the worst part about this is the misinformation that I'm reading that I know is going to kill people. And I want that to not be a thing. And it is, and I'm worried. So like, and that's, as someone who busts bullshit for a living, um, this is just a perfect storm of fuck. Yeah. I'm sorry that I'm bringing this up so much. It's supposed to be a light, fluffy podcast. Luckily, as opposed to some of our episodes where we get people that are a little daffy, we have a very smart guest. (laughs) So it's been very delightful. Anyways. You know,
2: it has different ripple effects through porn too, because I think everyone was a little scared at first when all the COVID-19 stuff was coming Mm. out. Then the FSC issued a voluntary hold on production. Yeah. Which didn't really seem to affect that many people. A lot of some companies shut down right away. Yeah. But you also have to remember, a lot of the talent is traveling. There's girls shooting in Europe oh, right shit. now. There's girls in Japan. There's oh, girls my God. that fly back and forth in Miami, New York, Portland, oh, constantly God. for work. Yeah. So A lot of people dance and dancing, tour. Dancing, touring, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. But the voluntary hold, a couple big companies immediately shut down. A lot didn't. And then yesterday... Mm. They issued a not voluntary hold for. I guess there was a test irregularity. They didn't specify what it was. They said specifically, it's not an HIV situation, so it's not technically a moratorium like they normally do. But they but still, they, they shut down paths. No one's supposed to shoot for the rest of the week.
0: When they said test irregularity, and and they kept it that vague. It's scary. These are our friends. We yeah. care. Like we care about you folks for more than just the. More than just you helping us get off. Please be safe.
2: Yeah. So you have the talent, you know, that first of all, aren't making any money right now. Yeah. Are already scared about COVID-19 and then you throw this on top of it. It's, you know, and honestly, a lot of, Performers don't have health insurance. Yeah. We need that universal health care right the fuck now. We absolutely do.
1: What? You're telling me being an independent contractor, you don't just
2: automatically have health insurance? What? My mind is blown. I know. And now we have the new California law where now no one is an independent contractor. Everyone's employees. And but You're you're an employee for a day, so you still don't get benefits. It's
0: yep it's just this whole thing is a mess how is that so it doesn't make any sense so the law came out that like and they were trying to protect people from predatory independent contractor type practices and I think what they should have done was have employees have the option of being an employee or a contractor uh, and have protections in place from uh, employers you know attacking employees for their selection I guess like there, I think that would have been a better way to go about it because I'm a writer I am not a a volume writer I am a, a you know write less but Write something that I worked on for two months, type person. But if I was someone who that wasn't my model, and I wrote you know six articles a day uh, for twenty five bucks a piece, I'd be fucked. Yeah, and that's the situation with a lot of them because I think at first they were like, well, you can write twenty five articles per year without being an employee, and people are like, are you kidding me? Yeah, like some people write an article a day.
2: Yeah, and the whole idea was it was it was to fight like Uber. But like if you're an Uber hmm. driver, you drive for Uber every day. If you're a porn star, you shoot for Perv City one day out of the year. You shoot for this company a different day of the year. So it's not the
0: same at all. But there are some people I know who drive for Uber who just want to be a contractor because they're like, look, I do this once. Sometimes I don't do it at all for a month. Right. And some days I'll do it three days, uh, three days in a week because I need some extra cash that month. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think the way that they did that... Fucked over almost everyone who mm-hmm. works as a contractor because they just were like, all right, we have this one company that's causing us some issues and we're gonna do this. And they didn't, they didn't think about the goddamn porn stars and yeah. I'm mad about it. And
2: everyone rushed to incorporate. So everyone had to spend all this money on lawyers yep. and all this stuff. And now we have the COVID-19, we have this production hold, no yep. one's making money. It's like yeah. I was in the middle of filming a video series
0: of uh, ripping apart Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, new uh, show. Uh, and oh, we had the, the goop show. Yeah, we, we had one recorded. We had a schedule for, and we had it edited and everything. And it's like, it's ready to drop. But we're like, we don't want to put one episode out and then be like, you know, we're coming out with more, si-. like, I can't go over to film more because that's just me exposing myself to their 20 employees. Like, mm-hmm. ah, so like. It's everything stopped right now. It's just the world has gone into hibernation. So, Suzanne, um,
1: speaking of the California law that came into place prior to, you know, COVID-19, so how has that affected production studios? I know that for talent, I mean, look, it sucks that people have to spend money in order to incorporate, but it is a smart business decision to do. I mean, especially tax-wise. It is, yeah. Yeah. So silver lining there. Yeah. However, how has it affected, you know, you guys
2: hiring people for scenes? Right now, while, while we were still shooting, we were only hiring talent that were incorporated. So if you weren't incorporated, You were losing work, period. Yikes. And I'm sure that was true for a lot of other studios too. And what's the reasoning behind that? Well, the way the law is written, so that, like, okay, so here, if we hire them as an employee, we have to put them onto payroll, pay the payroll taxes, play into unemployment, pay, like, and the costs were just obscene. If they were not incorporated, if they were not incorporated. they are. Okay. Yeah. Because if they're incorporated, they put themselves and they run their own payroll, which is what Indiana and I do. We're both incorporated. So we take checks to our corporation and then I run our payroll every two weeks. Wow. But we, I mean, we pay a lot of payroll taxes. Hopefully, maybe that's part of the stimulus package is they're going to lower payroll taxes.
0: True. Who knows how this whole thing is going to... Roll out. I figure what's gonna happen is they're just gonna send money out to people and be like, we'll figure it out later. I'm I'm cool with that too. Send me all the money. Like <laughs> Andrew Yang, you are needed. God, can you imagine if this thing had hit just three months before? Andrew Yang would be our presidential nominee. Mm-hmm. Swear to fucking God. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong on that, but still.
2: I think it's likely. I mean, he he had a lot of the right ideas. It's like he now looks like this great
0: prognosticator mm-hmm. of the future. Cause what? A lot of work is not essential. I'm shocked. <laughs> you mean shocked. we've been doing busy work for years that nobody really <laughs> fucking needed to happen? No. It's all a sham. The entire economy is a fake thing.
2: I think porn is essential. but
0: Yes. Yeah. That I I will not argue against at all.
2: That's the thing, though. I, I guess technically it's not. There's plenty of porn out there to last forever. But I feel like... I mean, technically it's art, right? I w- I'm already done. I'm done. I'm halfway through most of it. <laughs> most of it. It's art. So, you know, I guess any type of art is essential. Just
0: knowing how much people spend on porn. I just say it has, to, if this is not essential, then people are spending a lot of money on a non-essential thing. I
2: mean, they used to spend a lot more money. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, <laughs> true. Speaking Very of true.
1: non-essential things people spend money on. So I noticed it's April 1st and no one gives a shit anymore and I'm not really running this anymore when it comes out. However... This is really fucking funny what I decided to do.
0: Oh, oh, so
1: oh. I decided because um, we all are kind of suffering in businesses. So um, for those of you who are listeners of the show and know what I do for a living, I sell offensive crayons. And I decided... Because we're grownups. <laughs> yes. I decided, fuck, I have like no traffic coming in and I need to pay bills, etc., What marketing campaign could I possibly launch at this time? So prior to people talking about shutting everything down, (laughs) I said, hey, we're going to hire a guy to cough into envelopes and just mail
2: those envelopes. (gasps) (laughs)
0: I I don't think she actually hired a guy to cough on envelopes, but she said she was going to, which is funny.
2: You should have just made a video of it and like really made like sold it, you
1: know, like I really should. I I probably could still figure that out. Like get a guy, just have him like cough into boxes and envelopes and, you know,
0: get one of our comedians who can look like really grubby.
2: Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I think especially like if you have 60% the media, of comedians. the media to go with that tweet is perfect because you have to really sell it. You've got to push it. I have some media of like people coughing. He can be coughing, shoving it in, look at the camera and go, What?
0: <laughs> 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 Nothing wrong. <laughs> look. All I'm saying is when I
1: launched it, only about 7,000 people at the time were tested for COVID-19. He wasn't one
0: of them. So, I mean, it's like Russian roulette, except way more boring. And at this point, now we know that everyone possibly has it. (laughs) Right. Guys, it's not bioterrorism. It's capitalism. (laughs) It's, It's bioterrorism on the bourgeoisie, and I am perfectly okay with it. I know this is a hor- horrible thing i said, but look, if you are exhibiting COVID-19 symptoms and your boss forces you to come into work and you're- Then
1: order an envelope and send it to him
0: then cough directly into your boss's open mouth. I'm not just hinting at bio warfare on the bourgeoisie, I'm fucking saying to do it. If they make you, if you are not essential. No, it's if you have these symptoms and your boss makes no, no. Yeah. it's that person deserves to be coughed on. It's not your boss's policy, it's your boss's boss's policy. Your boss can cough into his boss's mouth. I'm just saying. And
2: name and shame name and shame them twitter, social media, reddit. Oh, yeah. like- Call these
0: people out. If there's a company-wide memo that, go- that goes out that says you still have to show up, send it to me. I'll post it. I'll name and shame them for you. I'll keep you anonymous. These people are going to
2: make people die by bad yeah. policies. I'm so- pretty much at a Starbucks boycott now based on their post- the employee posts on Reddit. One of my roommates works at Starbucks and their, their store is closed. Oh, I don't know. No, maybe not out here yet because I know like the one in West Hills was still open today. Huh. They're changing to Grab and Goes. Hmm. So, like, you can't hang out in the cafe, but you can still go in, touch everything, get your coffee, and leave. Oh, my God. And I see on Reddit all these employees constantly posting that, like, they're putting themselves at risk and they can't not work. It might be that that my roommate just lost hours or... Maybe, but, like, it makes me wonder, like, okay, so Starbucks obviously doesn't care about, like, health. So why would I go there for a beverage if, like, you know...
0: Guys, I broke quarantine today. I, ha- I had to. In my defense. I, uh, it's No. It's, I bro- so now my 14 days resets because I had to go into a fucking CVS because I thought they had a drive through. I had, guys, I got a UTI from vigorous sex. Woo-hoo. Look, look, my husband fucked me so hard. He broke my pussy. <laughs> There's going to be so many people with UTIs coming out of this. Right. And, and babies, so many babies in nine months. Will they be called Uh. when they become teenagers? Will they be called the quarantines? But um, that's a horrible joke. I apologize. No, I don't. I loved it. <laughs> it's, uh,
1: it's okay. The best joke I've seen so far. Michael Malice on Twitter said uh something to the extent of instead of calling it the coronavirus, you should just uh, because of course Trump is Trump, and he's calling it the, the Chinese yeah, virus. He's a bad person. He should just call it the
0: c word. <laughs> just call it the cunt.
1: Just call no. Just say the c
0: word. The c word. <laughs> the c word. <laughs> <Yeah>, the c word. <laughs> He that shall not be named. We should call the virus of Voldemort. That's it. I actually kind of like that. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Suzanne, question hygiene on set. What
1: do
2: you guys do post cleanup? Post cleanup? Oh, basically. Okay. So, we almost always shoot on a white leather couch. How much scotch guard is involved? Uh, it's a lot of like Lysol wipes. Usually, there's a rug that gets covered in lube and squirt. So, that goes in the laundry. That's pretty much it. No tarps? Oh, okay. So, (laughs) for
0: squirting scenes, that's the thing I need to know. Because, look, squirting scenes. Squirting scenes, we use the
2: tarps for the puke blowjobs.
0: Oh my God. Wait, puke blowjobs?
2: Yeah. So, for Perf City, we have um, some fans that are really into fetish stuff. And one of the fetishes, I don't know how to pronounce it, it's like Ethomelia. I don't know. So, it's puke fetish. They
0: specifically like puke blowjobs. They
2: like to see the puke. They like to see that the dick made the girl puke, that like she can't handle the gag reflex and whatever. Oh, my God. So for those, we have tarps and we put down tarps. Um, And for those, I feed the girls. So depending on if they're vegan or not, it'll be like milk or oat milk. And cupcakes, and sometimes it's some um, white Gatorades. So it's like the opposite of an anal scene. Let's be, yeah, you. the exact opposite. One time oh, I oh made like mac and cheese, one time I made spaghetti because I thought like the noodles coming out would look really cool. Oh my god. Um, one time we used um, animal cookies. We actually went with Tommy Pistol, and the girls were putting the animal cookies into his foreskin and using his foreskin as like a pez dispenser. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. Oh, Tommy, yeah. what, what, what <laughs>
0: mysteries will your dick uncover?
1: <laughs> Tommy's really uh, and good Animal crackers in
2: my dick. <laughs> <laughs> so oh my God. we shoot, at, we shoot one of those a month usually because the people, here's the thing, porn sells if it's if someone's fetish. True. True. So that's one of our best selling types oh of videos. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. I. <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: so with the throw up fetish. How how does that work? Like, how do you write that in the job
0: description? Like when I'm casting? Yeah, I'm curious. Must be
2: comfortable eating on set, but not necessarily keeping that lunch with them. Usually I hit up the girls directly and ask them how comfortable they are puking, because some girls are really nasty, but that crosses a line for them. Makes sense. After I know the girl is into it, that's when I have to try to convince her agent, because some agents won't let the girls do it. Oh, Huh. Yeah. I can see. That. I've had some things my agents have warned me
0: against in my in, in my life as a person in front of the public.
2: Well, the agent's job is to warn against. Yeah. I don't think it's the yeah. agent's job to make those decisions because the agent works for the talent. And yeah, the agent tells you, here are the downsides, but yeah. your call. Yeah. So luckily, every time we... If you're
1: bulimic, this is
2: great. Every time <laughs> we tweet about it, we get lots of girls volunteering to do it. But wow. there's girls, I think they just want... A lot of girls that maybe don't do anal that want to work for Perv City, that might be their only opportunity. A lot of girls want to shoot for the maestro and that's that's their chance. And then some girls are just really nasty and love, like, that's why they do porn is because they want to be nasty on camera. And that's like pushing every boundary they possibly could.
1: Wow. Is there any other fetish that's similar or anything else where it's like, ah, most people have no idea about this. Let me talk about this.
2: That's like the big one. Um,
0: There's a lot of pee stuff,
2: but we don't shoot pee stuff for Perv City.
0: Pee seems so much less like crazy to me than vomit though.
2: Yeah. Well, there's also, there's like this smushing thing. I don't know if that's how you say smushing.
0: Smushing. That sounds right. Where the girls
2: are like sitting on cakes and stuff.
1: Let's talk about cakes. Let's let's talk smushing. Cake farting and cake smushing. Yeah. I'm down with a cake smushing fetish. Wait, question. Do you specialize in smushing or do you also do cake farting? Because listeners, there is a whole subgenre of cake farting. If you have not watched it, just
0: Google it. You're welcome. I've
2: never seen And are there that. specific
0: types of cakes that, that work better for this? I need
2: to, I, I have questions. That's sheet cakes. And you want, realizing like buttercream, you don't want any fondant, none of that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about like the, you know, like the gooeyness. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I helped um Sailor Luna, she just changed her name, sorry. Her name is Rebecca Vanguard now. Um I helped her shoot one a content trade where she basically came with all these cakes and cupcakes and she's sitting on them smushing them. Like it was really cool.
0: I love that that's a category of I'm just I'm fascinated by what the human mind connects to the human genitals.
2: And she wore clothes. It wasn't a naked thing at all. Oh, wow. So it's kind of suitable for work, I guess. I mean, it's on Pornhub. She put it on Pornhub. If you want to go find it. Yeah. Oh my
0: god, that is. I so mean, cool.
2: Yvette, you love to bake, so <laughs>
0: this will be my new thing. Like when when things get really tight here, I'll bake. I'll make one
2: that's for my roommates
0: to try, and one
2: for OnlyFans. We've we've definitely done scenes where you put like a cupcake in a girl's butt, bananas in a girl's butt. The, the last year we had an AVN nominated scene with Tommy and Lydia Black, where we used the world's largest gummy bear or gummy worm, <gasps> world's largest gummy worm.
0: Oh the bear would have been—I mean, the bear is ribbed for your pleasure.
2: Yeah, but the wor- <laughs> the worm is long, maybe too long. Well, how long was it? Oh well, we didn't put the whole thing in her. I think I think it was about four to five feet. You can order it online, but when Tommy pulls it out at one point, it just, like, keeps going. Is it
0: like a magician with, with <laughs> like, handkerchiefs?
2: I'd love to see that yeah. for a scene. Oh, wait,
0: that was in uh, Night Dream. Somebody pulled oh, handkerchiefs oh, out oh. of a vagina. I'm pretty sure. I think. We, so many things went into vaginas in that movies.
1: Look, not a lot of people are doing it on clips anymore. So all I'm saying is we need, look, much like people took from Taboo, the step sibling thing, we need to bring more clown and magician elements into porn. That's what we're saying. Indiana can
2: juggle. I just don't know what he would juggle in a porn scene.
0: I can juggle. Dildos? We should learn how to pass. That should yes. be like look, I'm not I'm not saying I'm gonna be in port. I'm saying I can juggle and then leave.
2: <laughs> Maybe you could like juggle in the dildos and then the girl uses that. Like you could like yes on set, we have to cut, you know, for things like that. But if we had someone on the side that could like juggle them in.
0: I'll figure out, you know, that's <laughs> that can be my new thing I learned during the apocalypse is dildo juggling because I'm I'm pretty. I can do a few little tricks with with normal balls. I will work on dildo juggling.
2: Have you ever seen those videos of the kids flipping dildos with the suction cup to like make them land on things? It's kind of like a sport.
0: I have. Holy shit. Those
2: ugh. Gen so Z, you're
0: better than us. It's
2: fun. It's like <gasps> so you have to have the dildo with the suction that you would like have in the bath or whatever, right? Yeah, got a few of those. And you flip it, you know, like flip cup, but like <laughs> you flip it off your balcony, <laughs> like off your balcony onto a car and try to get it to stick to something oh no, I don't want to waste a good dildo. Well, you, you can go get it after. We have the giant tentacle
0: from uh, Bad Dragon that I'm sorry. Like I know, you know, the the, the phrase, uh, anything's a, a dildo if you're brave enough. I'm not that brave. How oh. big is it?
1: Oh, it's big. I have
2: it. It's it's a solid, like at least foot. Oh, okay. I had someone use a smaller one like that on set one day.
0: I would say like in terms of the length, it's not the problem. It's the length slash the shape slash the girth. Yeah, It's the girth and
2: getting, I'm like my vagina is not duck shaped. It doesn't doesn't move like that. One of the first solo scenes I shot because now I for Perf City I, I shoot solos with the girls. Nice. And one of the first ones I shot camera on was Rocky Emerson, and she had a tentacle dildo. Nice, but I don't think it was as big as the one you're describing. But she loved it.
0: No, there's oh, there's a picture on my Instagram of me holding it and being lusty at it. Mm. But it's uh, I'm like ah, the inherent eroticism of the sea. It's just. <laughs> It's an external only.
1: Oh, mine's bigger than yours. Oh shit, really? Yeah.
0: Oh my god.
1: My tentacle's bigger than your tentacle.
0: Oh baby. Mine's at least
1: like this big, which I'm holding um
0: It's like a $5 foot long commercial. Like two,
1: two like three rollers. That's yeah. really big. That's like Three rollers, yeah.
0: Mine's not like I don't know how big it is, but it's just it's this was not built for I was going to say a human vagina. It wasn't built for this humans vagina. <laughs> My ass, maybe, but. <laughs> so
1: we have some patrons to thank as usual. So this week we want to thank. E.T., blue Kareem, Dave, Brad Leclerc, Bob Cole, Brian Butcher, Elisa, Falco Hyfing, Hazel Holishike, Chipmda Kiwi Fruit, Shane Wright, Timothy Hamilton, Simon Tooth, Rick, Brian Gowdy, and many, many others. And by the way, if you want to help support the show and keep us running during a pandemic, please hop on over to patreon.com slash two girls, one Mike, uh, or just go to two and hit the support button. And if you can't do that, then please leave a comment, review us, tell all your friends. We really appreciate
0: it. You guys are going to be at home stuck. What else are you going to do but watch porn? And you should watch porn that we review. So yeah, tell your friends. Tell all your friends who watch porn. So tell all your friends about this. What are they doing right now? Nothing. No, they are watching porn. (laughs) Yeah, but they're not watching the right porn. They should watch more porn that we review.
1: So Mm -hmm. they should listen. And they should watch some of Suzanne's porn. Exactly. Suzanne, where can people
2: find the content that you produce? Or where can they find you? So for... Perf City, it's perfcity.com. That one's really easy. And then for Indiana Bones, it's indianabonesxxx.com. Nice. And follow me on Twitter because it's you
0: is my Twitter handle. (laughs) Her Twitter is fantastic. She's one of my favorite new follows from the AVNs.
2: I talk a lot of shit. I talk about like football a lot, but I also, I talk about porn. I talk about everything. Porn and football, there's no audience.
0: Is <laughs> there are some porn people that I've started following from the AVNs that I'm like, all I see on your feed
2: is clips, which is, you know, Penises. that's your yep. great follow. So, yeah, follower, you will not regret it. Follow me, but don't tweet when are you going to be in a scene? Because there's nothing <laughs> that makes me block you faster than that question. Oh, you're like, I will be behind the scene. Yeah, and people don't them. get it. Like, they, they can't, everyone thinks that you should be naked for them.
0: No. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, you know, Alice and I will occasionally have people saying, so when are you, it's like, nah, this is, we we enjoy our little weird thing. Uh, Yeah, I'm happy doing what I'm doing, exactly. Yep. Exactly. So
1: Yvette, where can our listeners find more of you and
0: coronavirus information? <laughs> uh, exactly. Well, y'all can find me ranting about COVID-19, hopefully not uh, from a hospital bed. You can find me uh, at the cybabe on Twitter and Instagram and at facebook.com slash where I am sciencey, snarky and telling you what is misinformation and what is real about the virus that is hopefully not going to kill you. Uh, Alice, where can people find you and our podcast? Guys, you could find me
1: at Rational Blonde on Twitter. Uh, but of course, you can find the show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at TGOM Podcast. So again, just share it with your friends, TGOM or TogirlswithMic.com. We need new listeners. We need new Patreons. We need you to listen. We need, we need porn.
0: We need more, all the porn. And, and you, and you need entertainment. We know, we have seen you complaining on Facebook and Twitter that you're bored already. So come listen to right? us. Come hang out.
1: Exactly. It'll be and time. we post porn memes and what's happening in the industry. We keep you up to date.
0: No one else is doing that. You need porn memes in your life. I know it. You know why I know it? Because you're all perverts just like me. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for tuning into to us and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.